It's time for the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now here's Ryan Wallace on the Golden Knights Radio Network. Welcome into tonight's postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. The Vegas Golden Knights defeat the Ottawa Senators 5-4. Vegas holds on for the victory, their 10th in 12 games this season. To help us break this one down, we go back to Ottawa, bring in the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva. And, you know, Dan, you, you look at this game, you'll take the two points, but the fact of the matter is the Golden Knights are going to need to be better on Saturday against Montreal. Yeah, you figure that this will be enough of a wake-up call to, um, you know, snap the guys back into their normal focus and you know let's give the Ottawa Senators some credit here as well yeah the Knights did not appear to be playing their best hockey but you know Ottawa has beaten the Dallas Stars they've beaten the Washington Capitals they of course lost their last couple of games on the trip in Florida and Tampa but you know they had leads of one nothing two to one three to two against the Tampa Bay Lightning before they lost four to three so while they're kind of all over the place there's a lot to learn some young players here they are much better and uh, they gave the Knights fits it's a different kind of opponent as Bruce Cassidy told us on the pregame show here today and uh, I think that uh, that combined with uh, the recognition that the Knights can be and need to be much better in their next one I wouldn't be surprised if if today's game kind of serves as uh, the wake up in other words, the game in Washington, you can sort of point at, all right, they you know, have the travel and regrouping after coming across the country, that sort of stuff. But, you know, they've been on Eastern time for a few days now. That's no longer uh, going to be something you can point toward. They, uh, I would expect, will uh, have a much better showing come Saturday in Montreal. You know, it, you brought up the Ottawa Senators giving them credit, and that, that was kind of one of the one of the areas I wanted to discuss with you because, you know, as much as the Golden Knights had a 5-1 victory, it, it was almost 5-1 by accident because you look at what Ottawa was able to do. It wasn't surprising that they were able to score a couple of goals. I thought Ottawa played a, a pretty strong 60-minute game uh, in this one against the Golden Knights. So is it more to do with what Ottawa did well or what the Golden Knights didn't do well? Yeah, I think it's a mixture, you know, and it's hard to tell from the booth, and I don't like to point to this all the time, but you hear it a little bit from a player or a coach about the conditions on the ice. Uh, Gary saw it. Uh, it's something I observed. It just when you see both teams just fanning on passes and, you know, having some difficulty with the puck, you know, these are NHL players. Yeah, they're going to make mistakes, but most of the time they're going to make clean plays. And Riley Smith is normally as shorthanded as it gets, and there were several times today where he just seemed to not handle the puck right. I, I'm not trying to make excuses. I'm just trying to figure out what might be uh, something to look for in the next game. Montreal normally has terrific ice. Uh, it's warm here right now. I mean, it's in 70 degrees here. Uh, this is not typical for November in uh, this part of the country. Um, so I, 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 I'll just tell you right now, I mean, I've loosened my collar here in the booth. It just feels warm in the building. Um, so anyway, I, I, I don't know, Ryan. I, th I think that there is always some balance of, you know, the Knights uh, and the opponent, you know, what is more of the cause. Um, I think that there, there really was a combination of, of both here. But just little things, focus, I think that when you are, uh, you know, kind of looking for your, your second wind of the season, maybe they're at that point where, okay, you kind of regroup and things that have come naturally, you really have to think twice about just to bear down. I, I think about this the other day 
William Carlson makes the pass to William Carrier. You know, there were signs of whether it's physical or mental fatigue in that game for the Knights. But in that moment, William bared down. He saw Will Carrier coming into the zone, saw what he was going to do, looked down at the puck, and then made a crisp tape-to-tape pass. And Gary had remarked on the broadcast accurately that the Knights were not making a lot of those passes. So Carlson kind of zeroed in, made the play, led to a critical goal, tied the game. Vegas wins it in overtime. Uh, Talent wins those games in overtime. It's kind of, you you know, flip a coin sometimes. I don't read too much into overtime results as a sign of how a team is playing. But uh, I think that there's, you know, that kind of diligence to focus in. I, I wonder if that will come back to the Knights for their next game. And, you know, it's, I mean, it's Saturday night in Montreal. It doesn't get much bigger than that. You know, Dan, uh, Gary also made a comment that, you know, this was one of those games or a type of game that the Golden Knights would have lost last year or, or not been able to find a way to get a point or, or two out of it. Like, aside from health, what what's the reasoning that the Golden Knights are able to find ways in games that, you know, last year they, they just couldn't find a way? I think that there's a recognition on the bench, players and coaches alike, that what's happening on the ice should not overwhelm what they do next. Bruce Cassidy is accountable up and down the lineup. He doesn't give a hard time just to young players or just to bottom six players. He is consistent with how he handles veterans, top guys, and I think the players appreciate that. There is a true belief that what he says, not only in terms of mindset, but in terms of X's and O's, can really make an impact. We've seen it happen. Uh, Gary has told the story a couple of times. Aiden Hill explained to us that he'd been in a bunch of NHL locker rooms after a team trailed second intermission. Everybody looks around and says, hey, we've got to play better. But it doesn't it hadn't happened for Aiden that the team then went and did it in the third period. So uh, (laughs) it it, I think is a combination of factors. And I I do believe that uh, part of it's the X's and O's, the tactical nature of, of hockey coaching. But I really do think that this is a group that uh, has been refreshed, uh, just feels different around the team. They're not as tense. Just think about how tense they were down the stretch at the end of last season, the shootouts, and you know just needed a couple of points to get into the playoffs. They couldn't quite muster it. Uh, that kind of tense nature I have not sensed around the team at all. Um, even when things have not gone well, they have two losses, but it wasn't the end of the world. I, I don't think it does anybody any good to just pretend like the world is ending after a loss. Um, you know, th- there are far more serious things to be concerned about in life than losing a hockey game, especially when it's one out of 82. This group, while taking their hockey very seriously, they don't seem to be overwhelmed by the moment. They simply focus on what's next. All right, Dan, your final thoughts on this game before you turn your attention to Montreal on Saturday. I'm trying to remember, Ryan, the last time I, I took a, a train. I enjoyed taking, you know, <laughs> I, I would have been on the subway in New York City this summer, but taking a two-hour train ride, Amtrak, I, I, I'm trying to recall the last time I did that. The, uh, the Amtrak between San Diego and Los Angeles is uh, is a cool ride. I haven't done that in a while. We used to take the Amtrak. You know, I, 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 I'll tell you what it was. After the Golden Knights mm-hmm. played in Boston during the bye week a couple years ago, this was um, January of 2020, I took the mm-hmm. Amtrak from North Station, Boston, up to New Brunswick, Maine, visited some friends up in Maine. And that was the last time I think I took a, a long train ride from uh, 
you know, North Station is uh, just beside mm-hmm. TD Garden in Boston. So I think that was the last time I took a train ride, and I'm looking forward to it. A little throwback, the way that they used to travel in the NHL across the Northeast. Fantastic stuff. Enjoy that train ride, Dan, and you and I, we will chat on Saturday. Thanks, Ryan. Good night. That is the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva, helping us break down a 5-4 victory for the Vegas Golden Knights over the Ottawa Senators to improve to 10-2-0 on the year. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance Postgame Show presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights Postgame Show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Triple A Insurance Post Game Show. The Vegas Golden Knights defeat the Ottawa Senators five to four. Vegas improves to ten two and zero on the year. Twenty points in their first twelve games. Take on the Montreal Canadiens on Saturday, four o'clock puck drop, three o'clock pregame show. Uh, you know, you look at this game for the Golden Knights. It, it's an interesting one in that you find yourself up with a five one lead in the second period, despite not playing that great of a game from like a puck management perspective the golden knights weren't particularly good and then you know their their second period they allowed seven high danger scoring chances against that's not like this version of the vegas golden knights when bruce cassidy took over and and really throughout this entire season so far the golden knights have been very good at limiting quality scoring chances against uh, to see seven put up in that second period by the Ottawa Senators. It's a testament to Ottawa. They're going to push the pace. They're going to try to stretch you out as much as possible. Odd man rushes. They were there tonight for the Ottawa Senators. Uh, But a lot of that to me has to do with Golden Knights decision-making with the pocket. It wasn't where it needed to be. It wasn't where you'd like it to be if you're Bruce Cassidy. And I, I think Dan brought up a really interesting point because, you know, you look at the Washington game. Was it Vegas' best game of the year? No, but they didn't give up a lot either. Right? They didn't score a ton, for sure. You have to you get to three in overtime, all that. But the, the Golden Knights didn't really give the Washington Capitals very much in terms of quality scoring chances. It was very different tonight. And I think you can look at this game, and if you're Bruce Cassidy, you could use this game. Even though you got two points, you can use it almost like you would have used it had you not found a way to win, had you not found a way to keep Ottawa from finding that equalizer or a go-ahead goal. And, you know, I think there's something to be encouraged by for the Golden Knights. In that third period, only two high-danger chances for the Ottawa Senators. So the Golden Knights did start to find kind of the, the ability to shut the game down when it mattered most, when when it was in balance. But you don't want to ever have a 5-1 lead turn into a game where you exhale in relief that you didn't allow the team to complete the comeback. Let's hear from Bruce Cassidy as he addresses the media. Points and we move on, right? I mean, they're not all going to be perfect. Um, I'll say this, you know, I liked our some of our start. Um, they were good. We were good. We're both generating offense. We finished a little better. Um, and I liked our third. At least we we play, tried to play the right way. We gave up a goal. I think it was an unfortunate play. But other than that, I thought we at least defended well, uh, managed the puck. Still tried to get on the attack. Power play obviously could have given us some breathing room. But um, yeah, the second period, there's going to be a lot of groaning when we wa- watch that as coaches tomorrow. Does it say something just the way they hung in once they did have the one? Well, I saw a team lose a, a four-goal, three-goal lead the other night, right? A pretty good hockey team. So it happens. Um, 
So give the guys credit. They're, they're not all going to be pretty. Um, you know, we're not a 60-minute team yet. We know that. I don't think there's any team in the league that's 60 minutes yet. So we have to take the positives from it, keep working on the things we need to get better to, to play the right way, to stand leads, and then close out games. So, And we did some of that, to be honest with you. So I don't want to be too hard on the guys. It's, it's, it's hard to win in this league. Ottawa's got a really good team. If you give them time and space, their, their forward group generates a lot. They play behind you. They're physical. Um, and that's when we got in trouble in the second period. We didn't weren't very good below our goal line defending or getting the puck out of our zone, and we paid the price. Not sure if you're willing to talk about individuals, but do you feel like Zach Whitecloud took a, a good step forward tonight? Well, I mean, it's nice when guys are around the front of the net and they finish some plays. I know they're defensemen, but it was a hell of a play. Um, so, yeah, I mean, listen, it takes everybody to win, and... If, if one pair falters, you need the other two pairs to pick them up. If a line has a tough night, you know what I mean? Someone has to come through, and that's what good teams do, and I put us in that category. We're a good team. If our goalie's off, you got to score goals uh, for them, or, you know, right down the line and find ways to win when not everyone has their A game. And tonight was a good example of that. You guys have, have two goalies in the top six and save percentage in the league. Is that what you expected from your tandem tonight? Um, well... Tonight, Logan's played well every game, so I expected to give us another solid game. I thought the numbers won't necessarily be great for him when at the end of the night, but I thought he made a lot of good saves. I, he, he was a good player for us tonight. First goal is unfortunate, um, but at the end of the day, I thought you know we hung him out to dry a little bit. He made some good stops for us, so um, I was certainly pleased with his game. That was Bruce Cassidy after a 5-4 victory for the Vegas Golden Knights over the Ottawa Senators. And with tonight's Golden Knights win, you win as well. Enjoy 31% off menu-priced pizzas at Pizza Hut tomorrow using the code VGKWINS on PizzaHut.com. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance postgame show. The Vegas Golden Knights defeat the Ottawa Senators 5-4 for their sixth consecutive win. 10-2-0 on the year, 20 points for the Vegas Golden Knights. The postgame injury report is brought to you by UMC, the exclusive hospital, the Vegas Golden Knights. Riley Smith played tonight. That was uh, of note for the Vegas Golden Knights coming off of a big collision in, in Washington on Tuesday. And then Will Carrier left the game for a little bit but was able to come back, score a goal. Uh, so it doesn't look like the Golden Knights are any worse for wear from an injury perspective going into Saturday against Montreal. Let's take a look at the highlights in this game. We go back to the first period, and I talked about how important – it was for the Golden Knights to get on the board first. Mark Stone must have agreed with me as he opened the scoring for the Golden Knights just one minute, 22 seconds into the game. We're back in Ottawa and the Golden Knights have scored. Eichel charging through the left wing circle. He put a backhander on goal. Anton Forsberg made an initial save and former Golden Knights draft choice Eric Brandstrom could not do enough to clear it away from the middle. Mark Stone follows up, puts it home, and Vegas has a 1-0 lead. Mark Stone's fourth of the year, unassisted 122 of the first period, makes it one to nothing Vegas. Then just three minutes later, Claude Giroux went to dump the puck in on a line change. It bounced and fooled Logan Thompson to tie the game. And to bring it, the former Blackhawk got it to center. And oh, a shot, shot from center, and it gets through Thompson. Claude Giroux from the neutral zone was just dumping it in at the end of a shift. It was a very soft dump in that skipped 
like a bad hop for the third baseman. It gets by Thompson, and the game is tied. Giroux's fourth of the year from Alex Dabrinkit at 4-12 of the first period ties the game at one. Then the Golden Knights would regain the lead on the power play as Riley Smith scored his third goal of the year. Now Smith setting up Carlson. Back for Smith. He scores! A transition power play goal for the Knights. Smith to Carlson, back to Smith, who jams it under the crossbar to put Vegas back in the lead. Riley Smith from William Carlson and Phil Kessel at 9-19 of the first period makes it 2-1 Vegas, a power play goal. With the period winding down, the Golden Knights would find another goal as Zach Whitecloud scored his first of the season. Whitecloud feeds to the right, back in front, Whitecloud scores! Whitecloud bearing down on the goal, straight down the middle, went to the outside right for Stone. Stone tapped it right back to Whitecloud, the righty rips it home. Zach Whitecloud's first of the year from Mark Stone and Jack Eichel at 19:28 of the first period makes it 3-1 Vegas, and the Golden Knights would take a 3-1 lead into the second period. Vegas thought they had scored their fourth goal on the power play, but the Senators challenged successfully for offsides. Back in towards Stone, up top Petrangelo, right circle Eichel closes in, feeds left, it's tipped in! Off of Tyler Mott and into the Senators' goal. Vega strikes on the power play. 4-1 Golden Knights. After video review, the previous play was determined to be offside. Yep. There was no goal. Ottawa's penalty will be reset. So a good challenge there from DJ Smith and the Ottawa Senators to take that power play goal from the Golden Knights and Jack Eichel off the board. The Senators would then find themselves on the power play, but it was Vegas hitting the back of the net as Chandler Stevenson scored a shorthanded goal. Two on one shorthanded. Watt with Stevenson. Watt closing. Finds Stevenson. He cuts. He scores. Stevenson puts it home on the backhand. Shorthanded goal for the Knights. 4-1 Vegas. Fifth goal of the year for Chandler Stevenson from Nick Watt. 5-15 of the second period made it 4-1. Vegas then just past the midway point of the period. Alex Dabrinkit would turn the puck over and Will Carrier would score in his second consecutive game. From center, Watt banks it in toward Colasar to give away. Carrier towards the net. He scores! Chips it home on the backhand. Vegas leads 5-1 with 9.46 to go in the second period. Will Carrier's third of the year at 10-14 of the second period made it 5-1 Vegas. At that point, it looked like the Golden Knights were going to cruise to an easy victory, but the Senators would get one back late in the period as Claude Giroux scored his second goal of the game. Kachuk keeps the play alive. Back to the left, the one-timer, they score! Claude Giroux from the left circle just a second after the power play runs out. Ottawa answers back finally, now trails Vegas 5-2. Giroux's fifth of the year from Jake Sanderson and Brady Kachuk at 14-23 of the second period made it 5-2 Vegas. Then Logan Thompson would make our AAA insurance save of the game. Ottawa coming in with the puck left boards. Tyler Mott in the third line. Lefty turns and puts it toward the goal stop. Rebound trickles. Thompson dives to his left. He makes the save. AAA is a proud sponsor of the Vegas Golden Knights, helping you outsmart life on the road and at home with 24-7 roadside assistance, car repair discounts, DMV services, and savings on your home and auto insurance. AAA, outsmart life. 
with the period winding down, Tim Stutzla would then cut the Golden Knights' lead to two. Now it's a two-on-one. Kachuk, right wing shot, and it's into the goal! It leaks through Thompson, and the Senators are even closer. Kachuk, the lefty, top of the right circle, and a snapshot goal. Thompson got a piece of it, but not all of it. Tim Stutzla's second of the year from Brady Kachuk and Nikita Zaitsev at 18-39 of the second period made it 5-3 Vegas. The Golden Knights would have a two-goal lead going into the third period, and Ottawa would open the third with a strong push as Tim Stutzla would score his second goal of the game to bring the Senators to within one. Tim Stutzla gets the puck back, closes in, feeds left, extra feed, they score! Quick back and forth for the Senators. They've made it a one-goal game. Stutzla's second of the contest. Ottawa now trails Vegas 5-4 with 17.26 to go in the third period. Stutzla's second of the game, third of the year from Brady Kachuk at 2.34 of the third period. Made it 5-4 Vegas, and the Senators would continue to push throughout the third period. Although the Golden Knights would start to find their defensive game, they'd keep Ottawa to the outside. They'd cut down on high danger chances against and all that was left in this game. Despite the push from Ottawa was the final call. Blasted up the boards. Cut off on the right side wall by Brandstrom. Right point. There's Batherson shooting. Broken up by Petrangelo. Five seconds. Shabbat fires. Blocked by Petrangelo. Goes over the goal. One second to go. And that's all. Vegas survives. And there you have it. 5-4, the Vegas Golden Knights defeat the Ottawa Senators to improve to 10-2-0 on the year. 20 points in their first 12 games for the Vegas Golden Knights will next be in action on Saturday at 4 o'clock against the Montreal Canadiens. We're back to wrap it up next on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. I'm a... <laughs> We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance postgame show. The Vegas Golden Knights defeat the Ottawa Senators 5-4, the final score in this one. Vegas 10 and two on the year, 20 points out of a possible 24 points for the Golden Knights. You, you talk about that. Uh, it, you bank points early and it helps you down the stretch. It helps you later on in the year. It helps you during the dog days of an 82-game season. So for the Golden Knights, even though they did not play their best game, and I think to a man they'll tell you it was not their best game tonight, uh, you get two points. You bank those two points. Can't take them away. That's really all that's important tonight for the Golden Knights. Tonight's game recap is brought to you by Universal Windows and Solar. Look, the Golden Knights, they score early. Mark Stone gets the party going for Vegas, but then kind of a a weird goal, one you don't see very often in today's NHL, a puck just kind of shot in by a player looking to go for a line change, uh, bounces out in front of Logan Thompson. It beats him, and I think that's right there, the first bad goal like that you would classify as a bad goal from the Golden Knights goaltending tandem of Logan Thompson and Aiden Hill this season, and it comes in game number 12. However, I thought the Golden Knights bounced back really well from that. They, they were able to find a way um, you know, to get a couple of goals. They were able to find a way to, to cash in on their chances, and they did it through the first you know, five to ten minutes of the second period. At that point, it was all Ottawa. They took this game over, and they were very, very good down the stretch. 
Uh, if you give Ottawa time and space, if you give them a freedom through the neutral zone like they had in this game, they're going to make you pay. The good thing for the Golden Knights, though, is that they had a 5-1 lead. They were able to get to their defensive game in time to make sure that they were able to stave off that final push for the Ottawa Senators and escape with two big points, 10-2-0, 20 on the year for the Golden Knights. will next be in action on Saturday at 4 o'clock against the Montreal Canadiens. That's going to do it for us here on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show. Extended Post Game Show is next, presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. It's the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Let your voice be heard by calling in at 702-876-1340. Now here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Hey, extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. The Golden Knights defeat the Ottawa Senators 5-4. Two points. The Vegas Golden Knights banked 10-2-0, 20 points on the year. So let's talk about a Golden Knights team that didn't have their game tonight. And it, it, like it's different than it was against Washington. It, it's different because you, you don't have some of the, the reasons behind why the Golden Knights wouldn't have a strong performance tonight. I, I think that you can look at this one, and by virtue of going up 5-1, to one, and you weren't great when you went up 5-1, to one. I think the Golden Knights relaxed. I think they kind of took their foot off of the gas. I think they allowed the Ottawa Senators to get themselves right back into the game and push the pace on Vegas. So, you know, from that perspective, you gotta see the Golden Knights improve upon that on Saturday against Montreal uh, and, and try to put together a complete 60-minute effort. That's what you're going to be looking for if you're a Golden Knights fan. 702-876-1340 is the number. 702-876-1340. I want to hear from you. This Golden Knights team starts the year 10-2-0, 20 points in their first 12 games. Get on the phones right now. Let's talk about it. 702-876-1340. Let's head out to the phone lines. Bring in Sal. Hey, Sal, how you doing? Feeling good. Um, two two points. I'll, I'll t- tell you the first one. So I, I kind of disagree. Yeah, it wasn't the most fluid, you know, uh, f- uh, fundamentally clean game that they've ever played. But they're on the road. They score three goals in the first period. So I, I really disagree with how Gary Lawless assessed saying that they were, you know, they, they didn't have the right mindset to start the game because they, they were up 3-1. Three, three and, you know, barring a goal that went against the laws of physics on Logan Thompson, that they, I thought they played a really, like uh, Nick said in the postgame, they played a very opportunistic uh, game. But I, I thought they played, they didn't mm-hmm. play as bad as I think Gary Lawless maybe criticized them in the postgame. You know, I, I will say I don't think they played a bad first period. I, I think that there were some bounces for sure that they had, but from a characteristic uh, defensive type of game or, or defensive structure for the Golden Knights, when I when I say there were parts of that first period I didn't like, it was the fact that the Ottawa Senators were able to find some high-danger chances. They had five high-danger chances in that first period, which is not normal for the Golden Knights when they're on their game. They I did a great oh, job sorry. converting. They, yeah, they did a great job converting their opportunities when they had them, but I do think that they were a little bit too loose defensively. Logan Thompson made some big saves after that gaffe with Claude Giroux's first goal. The, I think Ottawa. I think that's a product of Ottawa because 
they play like that. They they have a couple good young players, and then they have a bunch of you know rental pieces and moving pieces because their their ownership doesn't care about winning. That's a whole other point. So I think that's a product of Ottawa, who plays very high danger up and down the ice, and that's why you see when you're in a game with Ottawa, especially in their building, it's usually high scoring on both ends. So I think that was really a product of them. And you know, secondly, I, I think. I think they finished the game well. I like seeing Petrangelo block those shots at the end and seeing Thompson make some big saves. And, I mean, there were high-danger chances all game long for both sides. So I thought we played fine. It's win number two on a road trip, and um, it can't be perfect. So you take wins as they come because these are games that that we never won last year, and we would outshoot opponents Mm -hmm. by 20 shots at home and lose to bottom-dwelling teams all, all year last year. So let the law of averages reverse in our favor finally now. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you, Sal. Thank you for the call. I, I think that you take the two points. You're happy with the fact that you get two points, absolutely. Uh, and you're, you're right. They're not all going to be perfect. Uh, you heard Bruce Cassidy after the game say that the Golden Knights aren't a 60-minute team yet and that you know right now in the NHL there aren't a lot of 60-minute teams. There aren't a lot of teams that are going to be able to hold things down for a full 60-minute effort. But, you know, again, I, I think for the Golden Knights, it's great that they were able to find the back of the net. The only thing I'm going to push back on is – Yes, the Ottawa Senators are going to push the pace. Yeah, they're going to send four or five guys into the attack on the rush. But if you've got a 5-1 lead, you can dump pucks in. You can make them come 200 feet. And I think that's the part where the Golden Knights just didn't manage the puck correctly and they didn't manage the game correctly because a 5-1 victory for a team that takes away the middle of the ice and defends as well as the Golden Knights have so far this year, that should have been a 5-1 win automatic. It doesn't matter if Ottawa is going to push the pace. If you're back and you've got numbers and you're on the right side of the puck and you're putting pucks in deep, then you're going to be able to find a way to keep that potent offense from Ottawa off the board. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie, how you doing? Well, I'm recovering. How are you doing? Oh, I'm good. It was, uh, you know, it was fun. It was a frantic push for sure from <laughs> Ottawa, but you know, luckily for for the Golden Knights and and their fans, they were able to find uh, that that zone defense, that structure that they needed to close out the win. Uh, yeah, uh, particularly at least for me, I enjoyed the hearing Petrangelo's name at the end there with some big defensive plays mm-hmm. because he hasn't quite like he hasn't been a terrible player, but he hasn't been playing up to kind of expectations of what we expect from the defenseman that he is. But I will say, listening to this game was way more stressful than the last two games combined. And the last two games went to overtime. I felt more mm-hmm. more stressed out during that third period just because it was such a, I don't even know if sloppy is the right, right word. It was just so, it, it did not feel like, the what is it 11 other games they've played this year right it just it was something different and hopefully it's a one-off they're gonna watch the tape they're gonna you know have a good talk this can't happen again and move forward so at 10 to an 0 how far outside of your expectations have the golden knights gone like when you look at the first 12 games of the year what were you expecting the golden knights to do and and how much have they exceeded those expectations I was expecting the Golden Knights to beat the teams that they should beat, like the Ducks, the Sharks, Kraken. 
um, and to put up a fight. And I really just wanted to see what the team looked like without half the team mm-hmm. on injured reserve. Uh, so really impressed. Um, I, obviously, I'm always going to be positive and, you know, the Knights are going to win. That's what's going to happen. But I understand realistically they're not going to win every game. Um, and realistically, it feels like they've won more games than you would expect. And that's awesome. I'm not going to complain about it at all. All right, great stuff, Stephanie. Thanks for the call. 702-876-1340 is the number. That's a question that that I'd love to hear from a lot of you tonight. How much have the Golden Knights exceeded your expectations through 12 games so far this year at 10-2-0? 702-876-1340. If you've never called in, call in now. If you've called in before and you just don't call in enough, call in now because I want to hear the answer to that question. Let's go back to the phone lines, bring in Rita. Hey, Rita, how you doing? I'm good. How are you, Ryan? Oh, I'm doing well. Thank you. Well, I kind of want to piggyback because I planned on saying it anyway, but you were talking about points um, on the the post-game show. And Mm -hmm. frankly, a lot of them are saying how bad we played and blah, blah, blah. I, I don't care. There was a lot of games last year where they said, well, we played better than them for the whole 60 minutes, but we just couldn't pull out a win. At the end of the year, nobody's going to say they didn't play well against the Sims back in November. They're going to say that's two more points that puts them at the top of the league. And this year, mm-hmm. that's all I'm watching is points. I don't care how we get there. I don't want to hear we didn't play well. You know, Coach Cassidy's going to talk to them. They'll straighten that out. We're not going to have great games every time, but I'm proud of this team and we're kicking it this year and I can see us being great at the end. I do have a question for you though. I see Calgary's mm-hmm. down 3-0 to Nashville. Do you still mm-hmm. think Calgary's going to end up at the top of the division with us in Edmonton? Yeah, I mean, I, I still think that the Calgary Flames are a really good team. I, I think that there's a little bit of inconsistency in their game right now, and thanks, Rita, for the call. And and I'll explain why I think that there's some inconsistency. Number one, they've got a lot of new faces in the lineup and a lot of old faces that have gone, right? Like you, you move on from Matt Kachuk, you move on from... Uh, from Johnny Gaudreau, and, and though you've replaced those two players with very, very comparable players in Nazem Kadri um, and and Jonathan Uberdo and Mackenzie Weger, there are going to be moments where it, it's going to click, and then there are going to be moments where it's just not going to click very much. So while that team is still gelling, I think they're going to grow into a better version of what they were earlier on in the year, um, but it's going to be ups and downs, and, and no, no team's going to play a perfect 60 minutes, 82 games out of the year. It's just not going to happen, but I still do believe the Calgary Flames are one of the better teams in the Pacific Division. 702-876-1340 is the number. Give me a call if you want to talk about a 10-2-0 start to the season for the Vegas Golden Knights and how much this team has exceeded your expectations. 702-876-1340. More of your calls next on the Extended Postgame Show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Bye. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Hey, extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. The Golden Knights defeat the Ottawa Senators 5-4. Improved to 10-2-0 on the year. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head out to the phone lines. Bring in Joe. Hey, Joe, how you doing? 
I'm doing okay. Um, that game was ugly with a with a capital U. I thought uh, thought uh, Vegas got severely outplayed almost throughout all of the hockey game. Yet they were able to come away with the victory. And I wanted to uh, had had a couple questions. My first question was. I believe his name's Forsberg, who started for Ottawa. How many mm-hmm. games, straight games, has he started? Because I was curious, because I think it's a lot, and that's why they were hesitant to put in Talbot. Do you think if they would have put in Talbot or whoever their uh, other goaltender is, I think it's like, uh, uh, I know they have a third guy in there who, who played it last week. Um, but do you think... Forsberg, just because the amount of games he was playing was was the reason, you know, kind of they got out to that quick lead. Um, I I think I think that he didn't play particularly well. I don't know if if playing too much to start the year is is really the factor for it. I just think that the Golden Knights were were more opportunistic with their chances. Uh, Anton Forsberg, that was the ninth game that he's started, so he has started all but one game for the Ottawa Senators this year. Yeah, and I, I, I don't know. It just seemed like he, because uh, I was looking at his stats, you know, he's he's been playing a lot for them, and they don't, they don't necessarily have a great defense, so he has to, he has to do a lot out there. So um, mm. I, I was thinking that's why, why they were able to get out to a quick uh, lead there, and I thought, like, if, uh, if, if there was a different goaltender in there, Vegas would have not been as as fortunate as they were tonight, um, but who knows? Uh, that was just my observation. Uh, my other question here is: mm. um, Vegas has two losses, um, and they were against Calgary and Colorado. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, do you consider those teams high power offenses? Yeah, I do. I, I think the Calgary Flames are a high-powered offense, or certainly will be once Jonathan Huberdeau hits his stride. And uh, the Colorado Avalanche won the Stanley Cup last year. They have one of the best, most dynamic defensemen in the league in Kale McCarr. Um, they're, they're without Gabe Landeskog, who, who adds to their their firepower. But uh, thanks, Joe, for the call. Yeah, I, I would consider them high-powered offenses. And in those two games, the Golden Knights limited them to just three goals against. So um, I, I'm going to infer that that you're looking at where the Golden Knights' weaknesses might be against teams that can put the puck in the back of the net. Um, I think that this tonight was one of those situations where the Ottawa Senators, they're young, they were able to get through the neutral zone pretty well, and they were able to find ways to put the puck in the back of the net. But the Golden Knights, by and large, have been very strong defensively. And Calgary, Colorado, yes, they are two teams that can put the puck in the back of the net, and the Golden Knights limited them to just three chances, or just three goals in each of those games. So uh, they were right there and, and will probably grow into an even better defensive team. Let's head back out of the phone lines, bring in Mike. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Well, very good. First of all, God bless Rita. It's great to hear her voice again. And yep. Uh, yep. as far as the game goes, as far as the team goes, I did not expect to be the first team to get to 10 wins, even though it was by minutes, over the Boston Bruins. I never expected that. So if you want to say surprised, yeah, I'm surprised at that. And surprised in winning six in a row. 
And as it was pointed out on the broadcast, this is a game that Bruce Cassidy can point out a lot of flaws and be able to re-motivate the team to continue to win, hopefully, in Montreal. And if you're one of the two goalies, you don't want to be the first guy in net that gets a loss in this long win streak either. So that's something else to consider. When we were at 5-3, and three, and I always forget to ask you this, Ryan, because I know some hockey, but you know a lot more. What happens if a team down 5-3 to three in manpower gets another penalty? What happens then? Then the, the, the next penalty on the board wouldn't start until the first penalty expired. Ah, okay. So you play at 5-on-3 so until remain... it runs out, and then you stay 5-on-3 yeah, so, for so, that much more time. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. So so the, first pe- for, so the first penalty would be the first one that comes off the board, and then once that penalty comes off the board, the next penalty or that last penalty that was called would start running from that point forward. So it would just be extending the 5-on-3 penalty time. It wouldn't okay. put a team down any more than, than what they're already down. There's never been a time in hockey when it was five on two or anything like that, was there? I I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. I, I'm not sure. Maybe way back in the day, but but five on three is, is is typically where the the only manpower advantage is going to go. Like you, you're not going to have anything that's going to be more severe than that. Okay. Well, all aboard the trains headed for Montreal. Good luck, guys. All right, fantastic stuff. Thanks for the call, Mike. Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Jason. Hey, Jason, how you doing? Great. How are you doing today? I'm good. Uh, so, yeah, I, I love our play so far. I do find that I think with the new, uh, with Cassie being head coach and everything, I feel that they're, they're like almost like learning. It, it becomes sloppy looking because I feel they're actually – just trying to adapt and try to learn this this whole process that Cassie's bringing to the to the club. Do you find that it's becoming more of a uh, it makes it look sloppy? That's why we're like looking bad in the second period or third period at times. Or do you find that it's something that is um, that's actually starting to really help? But we're just finding those hiccups or speed bumps in the in our game. Uh you know what, Jason, thanks for the call. I, I think tonight they just didn't play that great. Like tonight it was one of those situations where the Golden Knights just didn't manage the puck particularly well and against a really good offensive team like Ottawa, they they were able to exploit that. Now, um by and large for the majority of the season, I think the Golden Knights have been really good defensively. They had good puck management and they've been very strong in all three zones. But you know, beyond that, I think tonight it wasn't a product of the system or anything. I think it was just a, a sloppier game for the Golden Knights. Uh, let's take a break. Be back with more on the Extended Post Game Show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the Extended Vegas Golden Knights Post Game Show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Hey, extended Post Game Show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. The Golden Knights defeat the Ottawa Senators five to four. Improved to 10-2-0 on the year, 20 points out of a possible 24 points for the Vegas Golden Knights, which I I don't think a lot of people had drawn up through the first 12 games, but that's where the Golden Knights are at right now. I thought Rita brought up a great point. Uh, You can dive into how a team played for sure. That's my job, but as a fan... 
All you should care about right now is two points and banking as many of those games as you possibly can. Right now, 20 points on the year for the Golden Knights takes a lot of the pressure off, right? takes a lot of the pressure off the Golden Knights when things get a lot more difficult, when you've played 30, 40, 50 games in the year and you've got the dog days setting in. So you want to bank as much as you possibly can. You want to ride this wave for as long as you can. The Golden Knights in the midst of a six-game winning streak, and you want to keep that rolling when you take on the Montreal Canadiens on Saturday in Montreal. It's going to be a big, important game for the Vegas Golden Knights. You have a chance to get six points out of your out of out of six or to start off this road trip. So if you can do that, you have a chance to really do something special here. Saturday, four o'clock against the Montreal Canadiens. That's when the Golden Knights are next in action. Thanks to Bobby Machado back in the studio for making sure everything sounds great and keeping us on the air. Thanks to you, our listeners. And our callers, it's your post-game show. It's not as much fun without your input. Until Saturday night, have a great night, everybody. We'll talk to you then right here on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Thanks for listening to the extended Golden Knights post-game show on Fox Sports Radio 98.9 FM at 1340 AM. Your home for the Vegas Golden Knights. Have a good night and drive safe.